Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. This is episode 32 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Hi everybody, welcome back. It's Liam Naden here again. Glad you could join me for this episode of the podcast. And this episode's a little bit different in that I've got a special guest joining me. Now, this guy is amazing, and what we're going to talk about is something that I've talked a lot about in previous podcasts, and it's also something I go into great depth about in my two programs, which I've created to help people really work on their marriage and get their marriage back to where they want it to be. And what it is, is it's tied up with the title of this week's podcast, which is How Your Beliefs Create Your Marriage Situation. All right, now, many of you already know my story. I just want to lead it into introducing my guest to, to really telling you why I've got him on the show, because many of you know my story and how I came to be involved in the whole area of marriage coaching and and how I've created how and why I've created my programs but just to give you a bit a, a quick recap about 5 years ago I was sleeping on my mother's sofa in her living room and I had lost everything pretty well everything I could have lost including everything I owned my income my friends anywhere to live and basically we had all I had was an old car and it was not only that, but I was in court with two ex-wives at the same time. So I was being hammered from all sides. And I suddenly realized in the depth of my despair that the real reason for my situation was that I'd failed to figure out the most important thing of all, which was how to make a relationship or a marriage really work. And I finally understood the truth that nothing has the greater power to make or break you than the quality of your intimate relationship. And of course, that's when I went on a quest and I, I was determined I've really got to figure this stuff out because it was the one area of my life I hadn't figured out. So I really went on this quest and I went on a mission to figure out how do you, how do you really create a great relationship? What is a great relationship? And not only how do you create one, but how do you keep it going? How do you, how do you make it so that it gets better and better every day? And also, what do you do to fix things when they start to go wrong? And as I've said to you before, I really went to work on myself to find out the answers to all these questions. And one of the things I came across very early on when I was really searching for the answers to, the, to all of these questions was a program called Breakthrough to Brilliance. And it was a program created by a man called Richard Luck. And this is an amazing program because it really, it really shows you in great depth what a huge role your own thoughts and your own beliefs really play in creating either a great or a lousy relationship. So I'm actually really delighted now to have, all these years later, the creator of that program, Richard Luck, as my guest on the show. And just to tell you a little bit about Richard before he comes online, Richard, he is a creative life coach and a business coach, and he's literally helped more than 4,000 people to overcome their challenges and, and to go on and create tremendous professional and personal breakthroughs that they didn't realize were possible for them. And I certainly was in that category. That's certainly what he did for me. And he's the author and publisher of Breakthrough to Brilliance, 
and also the co-founder of New You Life Coaching. He's a fully certified master NLP coach, a behavioral hypnotist, and a personal results coach. And so he's helped thousands of people to overcome obstacles, and it's real delight to have Richard on the show with us today. Welcome, Richard. Hey, Liam. How are you going? <clears throat> Fantastic. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, mate. Thank you for that um, that fabulous introduction. I think that's um, that's probably one of the best introductions I've ever had. Thank you so much, and I'm so glad my program was able to uh, was able to help you. Oh, <clears throat> we'll talk about it a bit later, but it really did make a big difference to me, and I've you know I've know I've shared it with other people, and I want to continue to share it with people because it, it really is, I think, something that could help people in a major way with their relationships. So thanks, and I forgot to say, by the way, that you're just over the the water from me in Australia, <laughs> of course. <laughs> just across the ditch, as they say. <laughs> yeah, the the ditch, the ditch. Yep. So that's that, right. So we're next door neighbours. I mean, most people in um, the northern hemisphere seem to think we're right next door. Is of course it's still a three-hour flight to get to the closest part. But anyway, um, it's great. You are sort of the closest neighbour I have in. Uh, being in New Zealand, so that's great. So, so anyway, this whole thing about you know you heard in my introduction, and I'm sure you'd agree with me, Richard, about this, this the whole the role that beliefs and really what you think. You know, one of the things I say to people in my programs, and I've said in my podcasts as well, is that the relationship you have with your most intimate partner is very much a reflection of the relationship you have with yourself. And if you want to change anything about your relationship with your partner, you've got to really change the relationship you have with yourself and that's about what you believe and what you think and the way you see yourself as well so just to ask you a question to kick things off what, what do you think holds most people back from being successful in saving their marriage or creating and maintaining the sort of marriage they really want to have sure it's a good way good place to start mm. uh, look I believe it's because many people completely misunderstand what uh, what relationships are you know, uh, for instance, right, um, one of the things that I do is work with single women, helping them find their Mr. Right. And when, when, I, when I get a new client and I start working with them, one of the first questions that I'll ask them is, why do you want to be in a relationship? And I think this is a, you know, this is a very profound question that people don't really think hard enough about. And some of the common answers, the very common answers that I'll get are, um, I want to be in a relationship because it'll make me happy or I want to be in a relationship because it'll complete me or fulfill me or I want to be in a relationship because I don't want to grow old alone <laughs> or um, I want to have someone uh, someone to look after and after me and take care of me right and the problem that I yeah the problem that I really see with that is that um, when you when you enter enter into a relationship and feel those wonderful romantic uh, feelings that love brings it also makes you feel during that period of the relationship it makes you feel like you have all those things it makes you feel happy it makes you feel fulfilled and joyful and complete and not alone and it makes you feel like you have someone that uh, that really does love you and care for you and want to take take care of you but soon enough the romance that that initial romantic phase does tend to wear off and when it does you a lot of people in the relationships are still left with this uh, expectation that it becomes their partner's job 
to make them happy. It becomes their partner's job to make them feel complete or their partner's job to make them feel not alone or to take care of them, right? Mm-hmm. And this is, this is where, this is really where the problems, problems begin. I'm going to give you an exaggerated example to help, um, help people understand the point. So just imagine for a moment it's 7 a.m. on a Saturday morning that you've had a fabulous night's sleep, right? And you wake up because your partner's tapping you on the shoulder, right? Great way to wake up. You're feeling great, and your partner looks at you and just says, I've had a terrible night's sleep. I'm angry, I'm tired, I'm irritable, and because you're my partner, it's your job to make me happy, so do it now. Right? Right. This is... I know this is a very exaggerated example, but it's ultimately the kind of thing that people believe is supposed to happen below the surface. This is below their surface or at an unconscious level. This is the kind of belief that they get about what a relationship is meant to do. Mm. And really, it's it's relationships are not meant to be like that. They're um, a good partner in a relationship. Really, it's going to be someone who will help you on your journey of discovering your happiness will help you on your journey of discovering your fulfillment and discovering your completeness. A good partner will walk with you on your journey. They'll support you and encourage you on your journey. But ultimately, right, it's not their job to walk that journey for you. That's That really is your job to do it in a relationship. Yeah, right. And, yeah. <clears throat> and, and the converse is true as well, right? So, when you're uh, when you're in a relationship it's not being in a relationship it's not your job to make your partner happy or fulfilled or complete or not alone a good yep. partner in a relationship if you're going to be a really good partner in a relationship you'll you'll help them you'll guide them you'll encourage them you'll support them to walk the journey themselves and i think this is a big thing that um i, I think this is a really important part of thing or piece or component of the relationships that people completely misunderstand. So what what does it really what what did I just say? What does all of that really mean? Well it means to have a successful uh relationship with someone else. The first step is to create a successful uh relationship with yourself. Mm. And a success a successful relationship with yourself begins with uh understanding what you believe about yourself and identifying any limiting beliefs that you have that might be preventing you from you know creating this successful relationship uh with yourself what how do you feel about that right you yeah, know there's there, oh, there's so much really good stuff in what you're saying there and of course um I'd like to talk to you a bit more about this whole thing about beliefs and and how we create them but just a couple of things that uh from what you said that you know you made the the, the comment that people come to you and say why they want to have a relationship, you know, and, and I think, mm. um, you know, maybe you'd agree with me on this one, but a lot of people when they come to me and, you know, people who are listening to this podcast who, or who who do one of my coaching programs, they're in the situation where their marriage is falling apart and they, a, a lot of people think if I can only get my husband or my wife to change, to just stop doing that, you know, then our marriage will be really happy. And, what really when they start working on one of my programs what they start realizing is when they don't need to be married 
to that person. You know, you talk about people want to be married because it makes them feel good. But when they realise, when people realise you don't need someone else to make you feel good, in fact you can't really, you've got to do that for yourself. But when you take that responsibility for yourself and, and say, I'm going to focus on being the best person I can be and the happiest person I can be and the person who's truest to myself, that's when you're in the best position to actually get your husband or your wife not only for them to change, but for them to want to be with you, because that's when you're at your most attractive. That's when you're, you know, the person that they're they're likely to fall in love with over again if they've so-called fallen out of love with you, or whatever. And so, you know, it is very much a journey, isn't it, of of your relationship with yourself and realizing that yes, you want to be in that marriage, but you don't need to be. And um, and that all comes Absolutely, down, yeah. Yeah, and that all comes down to how you feel about yourself, doesn't it? If you can say to your husband or wife, you know, I, I think the definition of a perfect marriage is when either person can work can walk out the moment that well not the moment, but when they're not when it no longer serves them. And for the for both parties to realise that they're there to help the other to be the best person and the truest person they can be. You know, it's not about compromise. This is something I've said in one of my earlier podcasts is, <clears throat> you know, marriage is not actually about compromise. It's about two people providing an environment where you, they can both grow to their fullest potential. But, um, but absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. I think so, what, I think one of the things you said there is uh, is really uh, is is really profound. It's about each partner helping the other partner be all that they can be, encouraging and supporting them to do that. And a lot of, you know, th- that's a very giving so- That's a very giving place to be. Mm. And you can only be in that place when you have, you know, when you have a fabulous relationship with yourself, when you've got that confidence, when you know that you deserve to be respected, when you know that you deserve to be, to be loved. Only when you're in that place can you really give, give yeah. to your partner so that, your partner can be, learn to be all that they can be. It's so, like you were saying, it's so different from what you hear when a relationship's going bad. People, I think you said in your introduction, people will come in and they'll say things like, he's not doing this or she's not doing that or she is doing this and she shouldn't be. Mm. It's all about what they're doing, not about what can I do to make this better. Exactly. And how can I be a better, how can I be that better person? Because it's, it's yeah, funny, isn't it? Absolutely. I think um, I really learned this from your program, actually, when I was doing all my the work I was talking about, the sort of transformation time. And, and one of the things I realized, you know, the better you are as a person, and it sounds a little bit metaphysical, but it, it really does work, because the better you are as a person, the better the sort of people get reflected back to you. And that can well be in the in your partner, your husband or your wife, becoming a better person themselves as well. You know, you're not going to make them a better person by trying to change them you're going to make them a better person by you becoming a better person and that's really comes back to where the focus focus is isn't it but of course this is all pretty you know pretty deep stuff and it's not what people it is isn't it yeah and it's not what they want to hear necessarily they want to hear well do you know what what are the three steps to um fixing fixing them because there's nothing wrong with me <laughs> but anyway yeah yeah so I've got a, just going on about on about beliefs though, because this is really fascinating. And and so, from what you're saying, from what I'm hearing you saying, are you saying that even if someone wants to save their marriage consciously, so if they decide they, yes, they do want to, if they don't have the right relationship with themselves, then they're simply not going to achieve that, are they? Is that what you're saying? That's exactly. 
it's exactly what I'm saying is, is in any given situation, right? And it doesn't matter whether you're in, whether it's a relationship or like a romantic relationship or a relationship uh, with you. Uh, with your kids or your your brothers and sisters or your family or your work colleagues it doesn't matter what the relationship that you're in is you cannot change someone who doesn't want to be changed it just it just doesn't happen I mean I do I do coaching this is what I do for a living and if I find a client who doesn't want to be changed they think they want to be changed they say help me help me but they really don't want to be changed and you can tell mm. there's nothing I can do to help them they just yeah. they can't be changed and if you're in a relationship with a partner and your partner is uh, let me say I can get, think of a really good example of this right so I was uh, I was working with someone not so long ago and they were telling me that their partner was not pulling uh, he wasn't pulling his weight around the house in terms of uh, in terms of doing the housework you know it was it's a common this is a common story that I hear a bit as well so he was you know his his wife would crack it right so she would get very upset with him she'd lose a cool she'd get frustrated and angry and then ultimately she becomes resentful loses a cool and turns into a big fight and then you know for a month or so he'll do he, he was doing his bit of work around the house and then slowly he slacked off right and she took up all the slack and she kept doing all all of the work again until she got to the point where she was really resentful of him again and then lost a cool and another big fight and then he started doing the housework again i mean it mm. just becomes a repetitive cycle, right? Yeah. So the yeah. work that w- the work that I did with her was that we looked at we looked at what was happening with her, not was not what was happening with him, but what was happening within her. And one of the things that was going on here was um, she had a uh, a confidence issue that wasn't allowing her to enforce her boundaries, right? So mm. rather than enforcing her boundaries, at the time he slacked off. She was just letting it go, letting it slide, letting it slide until she became resentful. Then it created a fight. Right. So the, we did some work. We did some work with her to get her confidence levels and self-esteem levels right up. Yeah. Then I taught her some skills on how to appropriate, appropriately enforce your boundaries at the appropriate time. Guess what? This is no longer a problem in their relationship. Something that had been going on for almost ten years yeah. just went away overnight. Yeah, that's, that's because brilliant. she made the change. Right? Yeah. Well, well, essentially, what you're saying is, if you're going to treat, if you're going to treat yourself like a doormat, then other people are going to treat you like a doormat, <laughs> isn't it? So basically, that's exactly you, right. Yeah. 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 So it's funny. I've done some work with people on on this as well, and and you know, I've just said, you know, you're not going to make them happy by not making yourself happy. You know, you've got to you've mm-hmm. got to you've got to command respect by respecting yourself. So. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. So, so let's get down to some nuts and bolts here because this is this is great, and I'm sure. sure you'd agree. And and probably with your work as well, you know, people say, well, this is all very fine in theory, but how do we do it? You know, and and I guess the first question people are probably thinking so is if they're in a in a marriage or relationship and that it's not doing too well, maybe how would they know if their relationship with themselves is stopping them or even sabotaging? their attempts to create a successful marriage? Uh, good question, right? That's a really good question. And there is, you know, there's a very broad way of answering that. But I've got to qualify this before I answer it because it's important. 
what I'm, I'm about to give you a way or about to give your listeners a way that they can determine this, but it doesn't apply to everybody. This, what I'm about to say does not apply to people who are in a physically or an emotionally abusive relationship. Anyone who is in, anyone who might be on the call who's listening, uh, listening to the call now who is in a physically or emotionally abusive relationship, then the best thing for you to do is to go and seek professional advice as fast as you can, all right? Mm. So the kinds of things that we're talking about here today apply to people in typical or normal kinds of relationships, not at the extreme ends of relationships, okay? Right, good. Okay. So with that, with, that, with that qualification said, here's the way to work out whether or not your, uh, your relationship with yourself is impacting on your relationship. All you have to do is have a look at your relationship, think about what it's been like over the whole length of the relationship and give it a score out of 10, all right? It's that simple. And if the score is seven or less, then you can be assured some level of the, the relationship that you have with yourself is impacting on the relationship that you're in. If you can't score a relationship that you have at least at eight, then there's some work that you need to do. And the lower that number goes, the more work that you're going to find you need to do with your relationship with yourself. Right. Does that make okay. sense? That's pretty geeky, right? That's brilliant. Yeah, that's, a, that's great. And I, I'm sure people can relate to that very, very easily. Um, you know, sometimes people say yeah, to me, well, I'm not sure. And, you know, but I think if people really ans- ask themselves a very simple question like that and are honest with themselves then they'll, they'll know exactly what, uh, you know, what the answer is. Yep. Yeah. So it's like, it's like if you're in a relationship and it's, and it's a 7 out of 10, it, it's okay, right? It, it's mm. just barely okay in my opinion. Everybody has the ability to be able to get at least an 8 or a 9, you know, and there are people that I talk to um, who have 10, who re- rate, honestly rate their relationship 10 out of 10. So this is really achievable. Mm. But if you're on a seven, it's just barely, it's just barely okay. That means something's wrong. It's not as good as it could be. Mm. And ultimately, um, as you and I have been saying, if there's something wrong with the relationship, then it has, the the solution begins with you working out what it is. Now, sometimes, right, sometimes you may do all of, all the work that you need to do on yourself. You may do all of the, you may learn, learn some, uh, great new skills and everything and the relationship still stays at a seven or it might, you know, stay at a six or whatever. That's when you really need to ask yourself, is this relationship worth pursuing? And I talk bluntly about this to people because I don't think there's enough, you know, enough people out there saying it. Some relationships, um, the partner, uh, can't be changed. Or it isn't it has no interest in changing, and it doesn't matter how much work you do on yourself, they they're not going to change because that's just who they are. And you need people need to seriously consider: do they want to spend the rest of their life in a mediocre mediocre relationship, or do they want to get out and find someone, um, find somebody who's going to give them an eight, nine, or ten? Last resort, it's always the last resort, mm. but it's something that people need to consider as well. I think. I think you're absolutely right, and you know, in, in my two programs, I have a seven-day program called "Stop Your Divorce: How to Save Your Marriage When Your Spouse Doesn't Want To," which is a, a sort of a fast track. You know, when someone's walking out the door, what can you do to really get things 
at least back on track. And then I have a 30-day program, mm-hmm. which is a Save Your Marriage Relationship Transformation program. And really, I say to people in those two programs, there are, there are two, there are three possible outcomes. Two of them equal success. One is you save your marriage and you develop a 10 out of 10 relationship. You know, and that's success, and that's mm-hmm. obviously what everybody else, what everybody wants. The second mm-hmm. outcome, which is also ultimate success, is when you decide that you are such a wonderful person that the person you're with is not the right person for you to be with, and you, in a very happy and centered way, decide to move on and find the person who is right for you. You know, that's another definition mm-hmm. of actual success in relationships. And the only failure is Absolutely. when... Is, and, and I say to people, the third option, and this is the only failure, and that's when you decide that you're going to stay in a relationship that makes you miserable <laughs> or doesn't you know, allow Absolutely. you to live, live your, to your potential. So um, I guess that's what you're saying. People, you know, and the, the more you work on yourself, the more you have the courage, the more you have the understanding and the ability to make the right decisions to create ultimately... You know the best life you can for yourself, which is what you're here for, and for all the people around you as well, by being yourself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, this is this is so important, right? That you you if your relationship deserves everything that you can give it, right? And the place to begin with is to make sure that you are um, you work on yourself because you're the only one that can change yourself you can't change other people so you work on yourself you make the changes you learn some new skills if the relationship doesn't improve then the work you're doing on yourself is going to help you like exactly like you said in your programs it's going to help you move on in a calm centered way but the other side of that is by doing that work with yourself you're setting yourself up for your next relationship to be an 8 or a 9 out of 10 because you're doing the work that you need to do to make it a uh, to make the next one better or a 10 out of a 10 that's the that's the only word or a 10 out of a 10 yep yeah yeah i mean uh, that's the only sort of relationship worth having i think is a great one <laughs> that's what i say to people too <laughs> you're right absolutely right and uh, all right so now look um Unfortunately, I mean, I could really talk to you for hours. This is absolutely brilliant, and I hope that everybody listening is getting some great value from it as well. But, but I did want to ask you, you know, if you have these beliefs, or say if people do this assessment on themselves and they say, all right, I've got a, you know, I'm a six or a five out of ten, so I know there's some beliefs and values. I accept what you're saying. There's some things about me that I need to change. So how do you do that? Have you got any ideas? Yeah, okay. I, I go into this in a lot of detail in my programs, but I'd love to know if you've got any any insights on on some ways to, you know, obviously this is a big topic as well, and we haven't got too much longer. But if you've got some real insight here, that'd be I think brilliant on how you can actually, you know, change some of these things that are going on in your head. Yeah, look, I think uh, I'm a uh, I'm a, a student of NLP, which is a uh, you know a, a derivative of hypnosis. So I'm really and and a, and a, a fabulous communication skill uh, skill as well, right? So yeah. I'm a really big fan of uh, NLP, and uh, I'm a big fan of hypnosis as well. And I know these days, right, you can go out and you can uh, you can buy self hypnosis. Uh, CDs. Uh, I was going to say tapes. That's giving my giving away my age a little bit. But you can buy uh, self hypnosis. <laughs> you can buy self hypnosis CDs, which 
make a, a rapid, can make a really rapid difference um, in the way that you perceive yourself, the way you feel about yourself, which is what really what we're talking about here. Mm. Um, I've produced, I've actually produced a set of uh, subliminal videos to help people with this as well, because the subliminal videos actually not only do they um, do exactly the same thing that the hypnosis um, hypnosis CDs do, but they also combine uh, audio subliminal messages, visual subliminal messages, and um, they do it in a very rapid way. So if you watch one of, uh, one of my subliminal videos uh, twice a day for 30 days, that's the equivalent of about 450,000 affirmations being pushed through to your uh, subconscious mind to replace any any of those negative or limiting beliefs that you might have about yourself. Right, yes, um, I've, I've used it, that myself yeah. and, and I know that's really powerful, that program. Is this um, your successor accelerator program you're talking about? Or is that something That's different? the exact program. Right. Yeah, no, oh, no, good. that's the exact program. Oh, that, great, and, that's uh, one of my favourites. I've used it a lot. Oh, <laughs> Made a big difference. Yeah, I get a lot of yeah, I get a lot of fabulous feedback from it. People uh, people just rave about the program because it makes a really big difference really quickly, which is what you know what people want. And what I've done is um, uh, I sent you through a link. I, th- I hope you got it. It's uh, it's a free subliminal video that with me explaining exactly how they work. So it gives everybody the details of all of the kinds of benefits, uh, all, all the kinds of workings actually of the subliminal videos and why those things make a difference, uh, yep. make a difference when you're listening to them. So if you've got, That's did, right. I, did well, you get the link? Yes. In fact, I've set it up on my website because. This, I think this is sort of information that people need to know about when they're working on their relationship and when, when they've got real problems in their relationship. So people can actually get that, um, that video. It's a free video, isn't it, you're talking about? Yeah, it Which, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So if people go to my website, liamnaden.com slash other, O-T-H-E-R, um, you'll, you'll be able to find it there and, and watch that. Uh, and as you say, even just... W- well, I found even just after a few days, it was starting to, I was starting to notice a big difference. So, if people go to liamnaden.com/other, you'll be able to get a free video of Richard Luck's six, sorry, Richard Luck's Success Accelerator <laughs> program. That's a good one for uh, the tongue twister. That one, Success Accelerator program. I'm glad I haven't had any uh-huh. wine, wine before this particular show. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah. So that's at liamnaden.com/other. Right, well, look, Richard, thanks so much for sharing your information. I mean, this is such a deep subject. I'm sure we could go on, and I'd love to have you back on the show another time. I'm sure I'm going to get some feedback from people want, you know, with questions and, and, and wanting clarity on that sort of thing. And, and, of course, for the people listening, that's the great thing about this podcast. It's, this is the 32nd episode, and I think if you go back and listen to... You've got a, well, you've got a resource there to listen to all 32 episodes, and I cover a lot of this information about using you know the, the power of your beliefs and how important it is the relationship you have, you have with yourself but it's fantastic to have a real expert like Richard Luck you know giving us some insight on how this is so I hope you'll take advantage of that free video at liamnaden.com slash other from Richard Luck right Richard is there anything else you can think of in the last few minutes the final parting message yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's one. Uh, there's a, a Chinese proverb that uh, proverb that I I really love. I think it's very, very profound. And it goes like, the best time to have planted a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is now. 
Right. Uh, the opportunity is, the opportunity is now. You, it would have been great if you could have done some of this work before or previously, but it doesn't make any difference. You can start it now, and you can make a real change and a real difference in either the relationship that you have, or in terms of attracting a uh, a new partner into your life. Oh, that's fantastic! So true, and of course, the great thing about now is, if anything had happened differently, we we wouldn't be here listening and. And talking right at this moment, so you know maybe the universe actually is perfect. <laughs> but uh, I think it is. Yeah. Well, thanks so much for for joining. It's been a real honour to have you. As I say, you've made a big difference to helping we me get on the on the track of really mastering the art of relationships, and to be able to help other people with it too, which is which is a huge privilege. So, and just to everybody listening, if you want more information about my programs, you can go to my website, Liam Naden. Dot com and of course on that website Richard Luck our guest today has got a free video for you and it's on the page liamnaden.com slash other so thanks so much for joining me everybody thank you again Richard for being the guest and it's thank and you we'll, for having me I really appreciate it it's been a great pleasure alright thanks everybody we'll talk to you soon and bye for now mm-hmm.